Welcome to the Trelongo Track, your weekly peek behind the curtains of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. Spoiler alert, she's not. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and we are talking the good, the bad, and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Plus, I'll be giving you tangible strategies to use in your online business to help you grow and scale without being chained to your phone 24-7, because nobody really wants that. So let's jump into the episode. Welcome to another episode. Okay, I have to vent first before I get into the topic of the week. You guys, moving sucks. (laughs) I... As you know, I'm a fairly planned out person. I'm not afraid of taking action, but I have never procrastinated more in my life than I have in this move. And therapy session for a second, I think some of it is just because moving sucks and it's so much work on top of everything else that we're doing. But also the house that we live in now, we moved in February of 2020. So literally right before the entire world changed. Dom was just a year. I was pregnant with Celeste. And this house like saved us during that time. The the pandemic would have been a lot harder during pregnancy and with a toddler if we hadn't moved into this house like I literally birthed my daughter in a bathtub in this house and so I think I'm having a harder time emotionally moving out of this house than I ever have before and I've moved like 18 different times in my life in my adult life so I don't know that's all I have to say about that (laughs) I need all the moving tips and good vibes that you can send me with this move. I think once everything's out, it's highly likely that I sit in the bathroom and just cry for like 10 minutes to say goodbye to this house that's been really, really good to us. And and like this is where we became a family for. And okay, I'm going to go on to the new topic or else I'm going to start crying. (laughs) Okay, so today... We are talking about the biggest mistakes I've made in my business, the investments edition. So it's super easy in the online space to just see people's wins, just see people talk about their 5K months and their 10K months and their six-figure years and signing new clients. And I think we aren't as transparent as we should be about the climbs and the failures and the struggles that we have along the way. So a series or a theme that you will find throughout my podcast is really talking about the biggest mistakes I've made. And today we're talking about investments. And the truth is I've, I've really never been afraid of failure, but it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt any less when you make a big error. It just doesn't hurt any less. In 2015, I, that's when I had my first taste of online business. I started in network marketing and it didn't take me long 
to invest because I always saw the value in the shortcut in the sense of like, if somebody can teach me how to do something and it, it's faster, it takes less time. I see a lot of value in that. And this was even before I had kids, but I had a full-time job and coming into this online space, everything is brand new. I'm a firm, firm believer that investing in your business has to be a non-negotiable, but what it's taken me eight years to learn is that you really have to make sure you're investing in the right thing, in the right person, at the right time, because that makes all the difference of will you, this investment work? Because if you're like me, you have probably invested in things and been completely disappointed, or it hasn't turned out the way that you wanted it to, or it wasn't, it wasn't enough. Um, so these are in no particular order. I'm not going to name names, but I am going to be pretty honest about why these investments were a mistake, share some red flags, talk about what I potentially would have would have done differently, though I don't know that there will be a lot of that because I'm kind of the person, like no regrets kind of person because obviously going through everything I did led me to where I am now, but that doesn't mean it's not painful. So one of the big mistakes I made was working with an OBM, essentially an online business manager, and outsourcing a lot of my projects to her before I knew how to do them myself. And I was taking a lot of her advice and expertise at face value. She came really highly recommended. She seemed to know what she was talking about. And let me also say this. None of these situations that I'm talking about, none of these people are bad people. None of that. It just comes down to everything not being in alignment. So working with this OBM is one of many reasons and situations that I went through that really made it clear to me that working with somebody that is in a similar season of life or has been in the same season of life is really, really important. I am really a proponent for working with other moms because there's just this level of understanding that we have for each other. And so at the time that I worked with this OBM, I, again, I'm a very planned out person. I was getting everything to her on time and consistently project after project after project she would deliver late. And now here's the deal. If you don't have kids and you're working a full-time schedule in your business, if somebody's late on delivering when you said when they said they were going to deliver, a lot of times you can make it work. Not that it's right, but at the time that I was working with her, my kids were home full-time. And so if I gave her a deadline, it was because I knew that whatever it was had to be done by then because I wouldn't have time to review it. I wouldn't have time to make changes. I wouldn't have time to launch whatever we were launching because my it just wasn't a dedicated work day, right? And I cannot tell you how many times I was launching 
on a Tuesday and still didn't have what I needed from her on a Monday and the stress that it caused and the frustration. And at the time, I didn't have the knowledge to do what she was doing from like a back end perspective, especially in such a short amount of time. So there was so much unnecessary, unnecessary stress that working with her caused. And we were kind of in this, I, I allowed us to be in this bad um, situation where she would miss the deadline, but she would apologize. She would make up for it. She would send me a Starbucks gift card and I let it continue on because the other mistake that I made with her is I committed to a massive foundational building package with her versus one project at a time. So her and I were linked up for like six to nine months because I was making monthly payments to her. We had a contract and that's another mistake. When I, I will tell you when you're working with somebody, especially if it's a VA OBM project based first until you've earned enough trust build up that you know you can you know move beyond that but and this is a through line that you'll hear is the biggest thing that I did was I went to her after I think it was the third or fourth time that she missed a deadline caused me to be stressed out I was so frustrated and I said I'm done I can't keep doing this with you you tell me whatever we need to do to break this contract because I am unhappy and I honestly would rather have paid her and have her not do the work so that I was in control of this timeline again. And we severed the contract. We came to a financial agreement and we moved on. And again, what I learned from that is one, as a business owner, brick and mortar, online, whatever it is, you need to have some level of knowledge of your back end system so that you can do some of the things that need to be done. Two, never enter into a long-term contract with somebody that you don't have a significant amount of evidence backing up what they're capable of doing. And then three, open, open your mouth. If you are unhappy, if it's not working out, if you're not getting what you promised, we cannot sulk in the shadows. We need to say what is on our minds and hopefully come to some type of conclusion for it. So that was one of my mistakes. Um, I have three more <laughs> and this is just the investment edition. <coughs> so can you imagine my other mistakes that I'll share with you? The other thing that happened to me, and this actually kind of has a happy, um, happy outcome, but I signed up for a group program early on in my business and I signed up for it because I loved the person that was running it. I had a lot of FOMO. They had a lot of like FOMO type marketing. And I really believed that she, I really believed I needed what she said this group program was. So I get into it. There's a lot of great, a, a lot of great women in it. We're learning, we're going through. And, you know, a few weeks in, I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. And we are spending so much time going over things that I knew how to do three years ago. And these are not the level of women that were promised to be in the, in the group. And by level, I mean, there's a very big difference between 
a very new person in the online space and somebody that's been in the space for two, three, four, five years and mixing them together, unless it's a very specific niche, tends to not work. I've seen it happen a lot. So I was incredibly frustrated because I had paid thousands of dollars to be in this group program. And every week we were going over things that I could have been teaching. So it was very frustrating. So this goes to what I said earlier is we cannot sulk in the shadows and just be victims when things like this happen. And I knew I wasn't the only one feeling this way because I had made friends with some of the other women in the group and there were several other people that felt this way. And in true Gianna fashion, I have always been this person since I was a kid. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But I went to the coach that was leading the group and I said to her, this is how I'm feeling. I know I'm not the only one. I really like you. I really believe in what you're doing, but I'm incredibly unhappy in this program and we have like four more months together. I need you to know where I'm at. And I love this about people. She, I don't know if she was defensive. Maybe she was at first, but when she replied back to me, she was so kind. She validated the way that I was feeling and she came back with a solution for the entire group. And the rest of our time together was really beneficial because she course corrected. So while it, it wasn't a full mistake that I invested in her, I definitely should have asked her more questions before I signed on the dotted line. But the biggest takeaway from this that I hope you'll take away too is by speaking up, and coming from a place of not being a jerk or not waiting until the program was over and leaving a bad review, I came with compassion. I like you, I like this group, but it's not working for me. And we were able to come to a solution that made everyone happy, made me feel good about the money that I was spending. And it made a very, very big difference. So we cannot be victims in the shadow, keeping our mouths shut, because then it's our own fault if we're not happy with the outcome. Another investment mistake that I made, and this one's hard for me, I, I don't consider myself a people pleaser in general, but if I really, really like you and I really, really care about you, sometimes it's hard for me to do what's best for me. <laughs> so a mistake that I made twice, two different situations, two different coaches, separated is I continued to work with coaches that I liked as people that I would hang out with in real life. And because I liked the people in the group as well, like it was just a vibe being all together. But I kept working with them even when I should have been done. When their values or their strategies or what they could teach me didn't line up with what I needed anymore. I kept working with them, kept paying them, even though I didn't really actually need it because I didn't want to walk away. I didn't want to walk away because I liked them. I didn't want to walk away because I knew what it would have done. And that, that put me in a bad spot financially because I was paying something for something that I didn't really need. And then you start to build that like resentment toward the situation and you just cannot show up in good energy when you're doing that. And so what I've learned over time is just like 
going to high school or going to college, when you're in a business group, the people that you connect with and you want to keep in your life will stay in your life even after that group is over. You know, the online space can be a little bit like a sorority. (laughs) And um, I just want to remind you, and I often remind myself, you don't have to pay money to be in rooms with people that you like. You can create your own rooms. And I've done that a lot. I have a really great band of biz besties and I'm not paying for them anymore. So that's a big mistake that I made. And then the last one I want to talk about, and this one's really interesting because it's something I was talking about with one of my friends and she completely agreed with me. The biggest mistake I made early on as an online business owner is thinking I needed to continue to invest in different strategies to find the one magic puzzle piece that would work, that would bring it all together, when the truth is I wish I would have invested in mindset coaching very, very early on and really leaned into it and dug into it because strategy tends to be something that can be fixed easy for me personally strategy comes easy but the mindset piece you could have the best strategy you could be posting the best content you could be firing on all cylinders doing all things right but if you're if your mindset's jacked up if you have a bad money mindset those blocks can drastically stand in the way of your strategy actually working for you you need both and i feel like in the online space it's very divided it's like you need mindset you need strategy you need both and it's figuring out at the end of the day with all of this investment stuff it's figuring out what do i personally need the most right now who can i trust to actually deliver that to me and is right now the right time because Depending on the season of life you're in, it doesn't make sense to invest in things if it's not a time when you're going to actively use them. I'm not the type of person that lets programs die in my inbox, but I know that is something that happens very regularly. And that happens because you're one of two things, you're investing based on FOMO or you're investing at a time, you're investing in something you need, but it's not the right time. And here's, here's the thing. Yes, a lot of times we only have certain spots. Yes, a lot of times, you know, we can only take on so much or programs have dates where the cart closes. All of that is true. But a lot of times coaches have another offer that would benefit you in the same way or those programs come back around. So knowing when it's the right time for you to invest in a certain thing is very, 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 very important to not waste money and not waste time. So if I had to tell baby Gianna back in 2015 about investing, I would tell her that I know you know more than you give yourself credit for. You are capable of doing some of this behind the scenes stuff, even if it takes you time. Figure it out first and then find somebody you trust to do it. The foundational pieces matter. Ignore the shiny stuff. Ignore the next best thing kind of vibe. And then mindset over strategy for now. But sometimes it's strategy over mindset. It's looking at exactly what you need right now to get to where you want to go. 
I just invested in an SEO camp because I know nothing about SEO. The whole AI thing is blowing up. And I invested in it without even a, a blink of investing in it because one, I want my content to live longer and be more discoverable so I can spend less time on social media. That SEO checks that box. I wanted to do it from somebody that's an expert at SEO and comes from a place of integrity and using AI in a not gross way. She checks that box. So there's this little checklist to go over in your head and it was the right time because I was slowing down on other things in my business. It's the summer, so I was taking less clients. So it all made sense for me now. If it would have been the fall and she was launching this, I probably wouldn't have signed up because it wouldn't have been the right time. So take all these things into consideration. Hopefully you can learn. <laughs> Hopefully you can learn from my mistakes and avoid some of them, or you've made these mistakes too. And so listening to me makes you feel better about your mistakes. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. But either way, thanks for listening today. And if you can do me a huge favor, if you're resonating with this podcast, if you're loving it, if you're coming back and listening to episode after episode, please go to your preferred platform, rate it, leave a review. It helps more people find the podcast, grow our community, and allows me to continue to do more for you. So that's all I have for today, and I'll see you in the next episode.